Hello and welcome to Jerry Anderson, Heroes and Villains. Stay on this channel. This is an emergency. Each episode, we'll choose at random a story from an Anderson show ranging from Fireball XL5 to Terrorhawks. I think this frequency should be put on priority monitoring. We'll then look at the hero and villain of the tale, discuss any behind the scenes, actor information, and I'm sure numerous tallies. Shadow control to all stations. We have a red alert. Repeat, condition is red. And at the end, crucially, we're going to vote for them. Stand by for action. Hello and welcome to our second trip to Thunderbirds. And this time, I was going to say we're going down into the bayou or somewhere like that. But in this story, they don't actually say where this story takes place, do they? No, no. They, um, uh, there's a, a lovely little scene where Jeff Tracy's got a very, very small scale map of the air. I don't know where he got that or why he's got that. But yeah, I, I think all of our preconceived notions on this have proved to be wrong, haven't they? Because we were sort of worried that it would be a little bit racist. We thought it was in South America. Um, and it's not. It's Totally it's it. not the story that I'm remembering. No. Last night we, we we did a Doctor Who thing and we were talking afterwards and I'm thinking that I'm mixing this story up with the the one with the crab logger which yeah. does have some very dodgy uh, yeah, racial... Dodgy locals. Yeah, some dodgy locals. So I think that's what I'm remembering. I've, I thought it was in this story, but it's not. No, no. This is... Um, yeah, this, this was sort of uh, a strange one all rounds, uh, which we'll get to. I thought when you when you were going to start, you then go. We need to make this one snappy. See, see that you, you come up with those things. That wouldn't occur to me to have done that one <laughs> at all, at all. You've got taste and sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, the um, the title of this this is peculiar. The title of this thing: Attack of the Alligators! Exclamation mark. Yeah. Just um, to make it doubly exciting, because alligators. Oh. Do you think this is a nod back to the fifties B movie monster 100%. movies? Well I, I while I was watching this, um I got so many flashbacks to Preacher and Robert the Game. Oh yeah. The shots, the boat going through the bow, the sort of suave characters and that. Um and then a lot of the stuff in it is very, you could see it in a in what would it has to be said is what would be quite a, a good looking nineteen fifties sci fi film. Sadly most of the nineteen fifties stuff with giant creatures in didn't have this level of special effects. Um, the effects yeah. in this are gorgeous. Right, yeah. I mean, that the, the whole, uh, I don't know whether you call it jungle or bayou or wherever it's meant to be, the whole scenery part, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? It's really well done. It must have been massive. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I, I mean, you, you can see there's different perspectives, there's different scale models uh, yes. involved. And, and, you know, uh, well, let's get into it, shall we? No, I've yes. got to say, um, all right, we'll, we'll start talking now. All right, the coast is clear. Now I'm going to be first on the market with this little potion. Now you radio your butters in that craft over there and tell them I'm coming out now. No, cop, it's not safe yet. We don't know how many more of these monsters there are out there. Look, if you don't do as I say, there's going to be more of them. You pals out there have just got to make one move to stop me and I pour this little cocktail into the river. So, I mean, you know, that first shot we see, um, 
we see them, don't we? The alligators yeah, are there the alligators. on, on the bank, and, and we have a very yeah, and we have a very uh, uh, um, standard boat for Tarzan yeah. films, as you say, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, it's, this it's clapped a out standard thing. clapped out old uh, old boat on the river. Um, I don't. Know, it's been it's been a while since I've seen it, but. I, the music on this is from the Sun Tray episode, mm-hmm. and I'm so used to that because I used to have that um, 33 records, you know, the oh, right. 31 records, and I had the Sun Trove, and I would listen to it endlessly. Every time I hear the, the, the Sun Trove music, I just think of Sun Trove, but I suppose it was stock. It probably appeared in quite a few episodes, didn't it? Yeah. I would imagine. Um, but yeah, great, great jungle. Like I say, very big. The alligators are quite large as well. Mm. Well, is, is it see. black? Is it Blackmer or Blackmere? Um, th- th- this tycoon, this money man who's, oh, who's yes, on the boat. Yeah. He says, "Well, look at the size of them. So they're they're already big anyway, they're already aren't big, they?" Big, yes, yeah. He's um, he he just freaks me out because his hat is too high on his head. He's <laughs> like, "What have you got a lunchbox under?" It there is or just something? balanced on there. Yeah. Right? It's the wrong you got scale. Your, got your sound is there. Um, and then we meet our our villain of the piece, don't we? Whose name? It's uh, it took me a while to get it, but yeah, Culp. Um, and you said there was a theory, yeah, or there was a yeah, reason for that. Yeah, um, I've seen people say it's Culp because he's the culprit. Yeah, which sort of makes sense. He is, um, he's wonderful though, because I love, he's so swarthy. He, he has no he's redeeming qualities whatsoever, whatsoever. And that's unusual for, for, for Thunderbirds. Isn't yeah, it, it, isn't it, it normally tries to take on the, the grayscale, doesn't it, of, Generally, you don't get evil people. You don't get out and out bad guys in Thunderbirds. You get people that that cut corners and so buildings fall down, um, <laughs> aerated concrete. Yeah. Um, but he's an out and out. He's a blackguard, isn't he? He's a terrible man. Why would you hire him though? Well, you know he, I, mean? I, I think he's, he's the, the only, only one, one with a boat. He's the only one with a boat. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fantastic. This house in the middle of the swamp. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Again, I have my questions as to why they're doing uh, sensitive chemical uh, experiments in this dilapidated old double-story house. It's, um, this is very yeah. uh, apocalypse now. There's the, the deleted scene, isn't there, where you've got the French plantation house right in the middle of the jungle. Yes, and, and very much like it, that. I, I watch it, it's like, who, who decided to build a house all the way out here? Yeah, I don't know, and and again, when when these two scientists that we when we meet them, when they were going, okay, well we're going to look into um, world hunger, and we're going to try and create a serum. Where, where should we do this? Should we do it in Los Angeles or no? Should we do it in New York now? Let's do it in this monkey house in a swamp. Yeah, um, very very safe. But then later on, we find out that they keep they keep their formula in a kitchen cabinet with no lid on. Mm. So I think they've got themselves to blame. Yes. Um, yeah. We meet uh, Mrs. Files, I think it was. Files, yeah. Files. Well, I didn't quite get it. Um, she's the housekeeper. And again, in my mind, she had a, a heavy sort of Mexican-style accent. And she hasn't. She's just got sort of a vague Penelope voice. Yeah. Um, in my mind, she is in league with Culp. And, yes. and the two of yeah. them are into, in it together. But... Actually, not, no. she she's a, a good a good guy, and actually yeah. is uh, um, instrumental in saving them in, yeah. in at least one instance. Yeah, but, I, I, again, I thought, oh, they're in league, and she's bossing him about. None of it's in it. What's up? What is up with our memories? 
but but even if you had never seen it, when you see this first shot of her, you get this zoom, very slow zoom in on her, no music, and she's just standing, looking out the window, looking the way she does. Yeah. She looks like a villain. You're meant to yeah. think she's the bad guy. It's yeah, even, 100%. Even it's bigger insane, later on, yeah. but uh, yeah. But um, yeah, and um, again, it, it's really weird because you're watching this and you don't realise how long it is um, until we hit the Thunderbirds guys. Yeah, um, and that's a while. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a while before we do. But they, we, we're introduced to the... Uh, the scientists, and then they're, they're sort of going through what they're doing. It's very tarantula, this, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, they produce theremin. Yeah, theremin. It's a musical instrument. Isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. It's the Forbidden Planet music, isn't it? That yeah, was on a theremin. Is, yeah. um, and they found this weed that will cause animals to grow to massive amounts. And weirdly, the weed is called Sardonicus Americanus. Hmm. That's got to be an in joke, hasn't it? It must be. Yeah, yes. right. that's got to yeah. be an in joke. Um, but evidently, yeah, if you feed feed a few drops of their formula to a, a rabbit, it becomes massive. Um, That's a I'm very not... clever um, visual gag there, that you've yeah. got two scales of rabbits, and you show that one's bigger than the other just by making the cages smaller. Yes, you know? exactly, yeah. Yeah, very simple, it's very, very effective. Very, very simple, but very clever. And of course, Culp is outside, isn't he? He's, yes. he's at that grill. Eve's eavesdropping, yes. Yeah. Um, and it's that point where, you know, it's very odd. We just cut to Thunderbird 2 launching, you know? Yeah, um, yeah no, no preamble. It's launching. And um, this really sort of, which feels like utter filler, where they're going to repair uh, uh, the radio link to Thunderbird 5 which means uh, Alan's got to dangle off this massive tower. Yeah. Um, doesn't seem very health and safety, this. You say utter filler, I put pure padding, and it, yeah, is. it is. This doesn't come back later in the story. Usually, no. you know, it's old Chekhov's gun, isn't it? It's yeah. uh, something happens which then will have a payoff or will be relevant to something later. But this just is a little bit of technical problem. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice in the overall series because it shows that they, they have to do regular maintenance and they have dry joints on their equipment but yeah i was expecting later on <coughs> for them like alan to need to call someone quickly and jeff goes uh, the, the the thing's gone down again ba -ba 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 -ba. nothing just never mentioned again no that's got to be a late a addition get, yeah a way because... to get thunderbirds in isn't it? yeah yeah because we have that little sequence, and then we're straight back to yeah. the swamp during a storm. Fantastic miniature work, all of this. Um, and we have our first dodgy of, 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 the, uh, of the episode. Uh, Blackman's smoking his cigar, so yeah. earns a point scary, there, yeah. one point there. Um, and I, whenever I watch this story, I always forget the whole, the, the whole old dark house moment. Yes. You know, and the, um, you know, filed at the top of the staircase, like something from Blooming Psycho. Yeah, it's very, very creepy, really atmospheric, all this stuff. Really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, uh, the uh, Culp is, um, he wants to steal the formula, doesn't he? Yeah. I don't know what he's going to do with it, sell it to someone, I suppose. Yeah, he's in the house. He overhears... Yeah. Filed saying, "Oh, if you don't need the lab, I'll I'll lock it up and take the keys with me." So, yeah. 
he nicks them off of a bedside cabinet. Yes, yeah. And then he, he goes and uh, uh, sort of pours out the, the serum into a um, test tube, which he takes with him. Isn't that and brilliant? The, when you watch it, it the, the puppeteer is puppeteering a puppet holding a liquid in a beaker yeah. and, and being able to pour yeah. without drop it, dripping it at all into that test tube in one shot. That's brilliant puppet work. Very, very, very cleverly done. Very cleverly done. Um, yeah, he, um, he accidentally hears something and drops the, the beaker into the sink. Mm-hmm. And this is what releases the, uh, the theremin into the water. What's the dilution rate here, though? How strong is this stuff? Well, they say one one drop will make a rabbit grow. Yeah. And he's just dropped a, a, a whole jar down there. Yeah. But it's got to dilute. It's got to dilute. It? Yeah, it's got, it's got to be massively diluted. I love when but, you see it come out into the swamp, that water is totally clear. Yes. Yeah, the swamp has got very... On the top, it's very murky and horrible. But as soon as you get underneath, it's... Uh, it's absolutely clear. Later on, when we see Thunder Four, it's very, very clear water. Um, I do like the shot of the uh, alligator going through the cloud of sand. Yeah, that's it's just gliding past. Um, I'm hoping it was alive when they did that. But the uh, yeah, the scientists work out. I, I love it. He, they're, they're looking at the stuff, and he goes, "This has been tampered with," mm. and it's like, "Well, don't leave it in a cupboard." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For God's sake. Yeah. And that's when we see our first, you know, big alligator. Yes. With a uh, superimposed roar. And so far, so good, you know. Yeah, because yeah. It looks good. And they, there's not anything obvious where they're hurting the alligators. Um, definitely a sort of a Jaws moment. And it, it's like you see their little boat and you think, oh, they're going to need a bigger boat. That's like, ooh. Um, but yeah, the, the the alligator attacks the boat. Um, the mob, the little to get the the alligators to look big, we obviously jump to a much smaller scale jungle set and a much mm. smaller scale boat. And that boat's not not as good as the puppet size one, is it? It's quite no. And the figures quite, are very rudimentary, yeah, but exactly. we we weren't meant to be seeing it in this uh, clear exactly quality yeah. at the time. Um, yeah, and yeah, the the, the boat's uh, knocked. Um, um, Black Mirror's rescued because he's fallen in the water. Everybody thinks Culp's dead. Yeah, oh, so I did as well. I said, oh, is that him? Is he gone? Did he get his comeuppance? But yeah, they, they, they go out in a little um, dinghy outboard motor thing and uh, pick up, uh, what was his name, Broadmere? Something like that. Um, take him back, and then we get the first of, of what feels like a few running away from the alligator as it's chasing you. Sequences, yeah, um, which I remember as a kid, and it was like terrified. But uh, yeah, they, they get inside, and the, the alligators start whacking hell out of the uh, now. The, why, the what, what, what why know. do they want these people? I mean, they're tiny compared to the yeah. alligators. I'm sure there's other wildlife in that jungle yeah. that they could go after. Yeah, I don't know why these alligators are suddenly so vicious as well, so angry because uh, they don't, the rabbits didn't appear to be. Gone off on one, did they? When they made them big, so why are these suddenly uh, attacking? Because they weren't attacking normally. No. Um, but yeah, they, they're they're angry now and they're attacking the, the building. And there's lovely scenes of like dust falling and plaster falling. And um, weirdly, the uh, the housekeeper, Mrs. Fowles, goes, uh, 
International Rescue. Mm. They can help us. And then we cut to uh, Jeff explaining it to uh, Scott. And I want to know what vetting that John does up in Thunderbird <laughs> 5. They must, he must get loads of, of uh, fake calls, mustn't he? Yeah. From kids and that. And so this woman's called him and said, um, we're being attacked by three giant alligators in the swamp. And he's, do you reckon he went, yeah. Well, they do call it out. One of them does go, giant alligators, you know. But they they immediately go, oh, well, we'll we'll, we'll take pod six. Um, It's like, presumably because that had the uh, the, the, uh, Thunderbird 4 in, but evidently also carries huge tranquilizer guns. Yeah, what what other rescue situations? What I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, this might be a clue as to where this is taking place because they both say we can't get there in time. We don't have time. We won't get there in time. But they do get there in time, so it can't be too far away from where Tracy Island is. Because because I know it's compressed and that. But Thunderbird one takes off. Scott goes off to get there first, and literally the next scene, he's there. Yeah. So there's no sort of, um, are we going to make it, shots of it flying. Um, weirdly as well, uh, Jeff sends all three of the remaining Tracy boys mm. in Thunderbird. He's, they don't normally do that, do they? Do no, send it is unusual boys. to see yeah. three in it. Um, I like how Scott says um, he doesn't know if the missiles will work because yeah. the house is in the way. So he's, he's all ready to be firing missiles at these yeah. things. Yeah, there, there's... There's no sense of these creatures are amazing. They it's, must be studied. We need to kill them. Yeah. Um, weirdly, as well, when when Jeff sends them, sends the boys to Thunderbird too. Alan goes, uh, "See you in Thunderbird." Yeah. What singular? What, what? what is that? What is that line? I don't understand. <laughs> where Where did the did he think that the other two didn't know where Virgil would go? Well, where's Alan off to now? That he's got to say he's going to the Thunderbird. Mm, and it's also weird to hear it it's singular, isn't it? Thunderbird. Yeah, Thunderbird. Yeah. Th- when Thunderbird 1 lands, I like the fact that the underside is absolutely filthy, Thunderbird yeah. 1, because obviously this isn't the first take of having it land. And obviously, yeah. you know, as the jets fire, all the crap that's meant yeah. to be the swamp has gone up and splattered the underside of Thunderbird 1. And so, yeah, this is obviously when... not the first take. Do you think between rescues, they have to clean their own Thunderbird craft? Like, they get the pressure washer out. And well, Gordon's got, got it, it uh, He's got easy, easy then, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, also, they, they, I know it's a, a quick show, but they don't ever... The, the, the people in the house, they like, we're, in, we're hiding the cellar, even though everything's falling down on top of us. They don't think, well, throw some Molotovs out the top windows or mm-hmm. do something to try and distract it they, they're like well we can't do anything we have to be rescued what about go out the back door yeah go out the back door there's only three of these crocodiles yeah they're alligators and they're all um, at the front yeah so I don't, I don't get what they, they're sort of doing but yeah Scott is very much uh, uh, I wouldn't be able to hit them with missiles yeah but he goes after them with a yeah. missile he's got on his other bike though yeah he, yeah he uses that and then he that doesn't do a lot, does it? it I tell you what, do I don't lot. like that shot. That shot, they've they've set off an, a charge, and obviously it's not a big charge, but it's right by the head of that alligator. They yeah. they there's a miniature explosion has gone off for real, 
by that alligator, and I don't like that. No. I, I, I thought there was more of those style shots in this, but I, I've got a horrible feeling they weren't too uh, careful about if the alligators got injured. No. There's been points, I was watching the alligators, there's points where you can see they're being pushed along. Yes. There's somebody just out of shot giving yeah. them a shove. Um, yeah, there's one scene in particular where it's whipping the, the, the uh, building with its tail and all four of its legs are visible. And it's obviously someone's holding it by the snout yeah. and just whipping that tail, the poor alligator, against it. Yes, it's quite uncomfortable to watch. Yes. I know it's a different era. Mm. Yeah. Um, Scott manages to get in because they go away for some reason briefly yeah. and he gets in and he goes down there and Fylde says that there's a secret passage that the previous owner had built yes. but the only person that knows where it is is Culp yeah because he used to uh, work for the previous owner mm. so he knows it's there um, it's a weird secret passage because he really has to struggle to open that door, doesn't he? Yeah, because they think the, it's the, the alligators yeah. knocking the wall down, but all of a sudden it opens. There's Culp. He shoots Scott's pistol out of his hand. Yeah. Weirdly, Scott refers to his pistol as a ray gun. Mm. In this it's a, a ray gun. That's very, very weird. It's very, very 50s. Yeah. B movie yeah, very again, 50s. isn't it? Culp is a great shot, though, when he, you know, he shoots, shoots the pistol out of... Uh, I like Scott's the stock sound hand. effect. The yeah. yeah. That's a very odd view that we get of Thunderbird 2, where we're looking straight yeah, down straight on the down. top of it as yeah. it flies over the swamp. Yeah, I don't remember that sort of shot. Anyway, I'm presuming it's like a rolling road or it was over the model or something. Mm. Um, it certainly gives it a sense of scale. Um, yeah. So, so they managed to scare them off a bit by Thunderbird 2 just hovering there, manages yes. to uh, scare them off a bit. And uh, yeah, then scary. it's out with tranquilizer guns. Yeah, they, they've got massive tranquilizer rifles, um, which they shoot them with and drug them. And again, I'm thinking, oh, what did they do to get those well, alligators to go they, to roll over? When, when they roll over and they've got their eyes shut, it's like, are yeah. they dead? Because they don't move. They don't even look like they're breathing. I mean, yeah, I imagine they probably were dead at that point. Well, I haven't seen anywhere that they did die during the filming of it. No. Mm. Um, it's very, very uh, dodgy. Um, but yeah, Gordon, he says, uh, they shoot two, and he goes, I can't shoot the third one. It's too close to the house. What difference would it make? Mm. Yeah. You know, at least tranquilizer darts going to go through the wall and hit Scott or something. But Alan volunteers to distract him on his... Uh, oh, no, it, no, belt. he says he'll do it, and Virgil yeah. says no, but he disobeys him. He goes yeah, off anyway, doesn't, doesn't he? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's laughable, this guy. I, I laughed out loud, because he's, he's doing the old back-and-forward eyes, sweaty. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, 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 <laughs> and he, the alligator's tromping after him, dun, 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 and he looks forward and crashes into a tree. <laughs> oh, Alan. What an idiot. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, in the meantime, Gordon's had to go down in Thunderbird Four. Oh no, no. That before that, we yeah. we we've got Culp threatening to pull. Oh, that's true. Yes. The yeah, test tube yeah. into yeah. the swamp, um, and uh, yeah, that's when Thunderbird yeah. Four comes out. Yeah. So so Culp says he's ruthless, and he says I'll I'll pull us in and create some more if you don't let me go. Um, so he goes off in the boat, but then the uh, 
the alligator attacks again, doesn't it? He he is killed, isn't he, Cole? I, I think so. We never see him again, so I'm presuming he either drowned or was eaten. Or was eaten. The alligator. That'd be, that would be a lovely shot, wouldn't it? Having him munch, have the alligator munching on the puppet. Have like a hook jaw munch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he drops the um, the file, and that's when uh, Gordon has to find it. And so, I mean, it, it's a big swamp, and he finds it pretty easily, doesn't he? It's like, mm. uh, it's, where is it? Where is it? Oh, there it is. Uh, and, and it's fine. Um, he's also shot the alligator that was after Alan. Yeah, he's been blown it. up. Yeah, poor thing. But um, the other two have only been tranquilised. Yes. So they I'm stay alive. Well, I'm presuming uh, when the cameras were off, the, the Tracy boys went and blew them up. Because, mm. yeah, what did they do with them? Because there's no sort of mention of the, the the growth serum will wear off, so if, after a couple of days they'll go back to normal size. That would have accounted for it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and, and then suddenly, boom, it's over. We're back at Tracy Island. There's a line on Tracy Island where they say that the drug will now be under international control. Yeah. So presumably, in the Thunderbirds universe, they are growing giant animals yeah. to help the yeah, food crisis. Yeah, we never crisis. see that again. No. Um, also, in, in this Thunderbirds universe, the 2068 that they're in, presumably some sort of fascist organisation, because they can take uh, research from private individuals and put it under and inter- put it under international government control mm. looks it. like it yeah. yeah um the boys are talking about the rescue and then tintin comes in yeah she's and been she's, out shopping yeah hasn't she's she? been out shopping because she's a girl really uh, we should put that on the uh the dodgy tally <laughs> i wonder how many times in this tintin's gonna go shopping when she's needed um and i love it that she goes what's been going on boys and they start to tell she goes i don't care about that why did you ask her? Yeah, I've got you a present, Alan. Yeah. She goes, come with me to the bathroom. I like that, because she goes, uh, uh, come with me to the bathroom. I've got a present for you. And they wander off. And everyone's like, what oh, the yeah. hell? Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. yeah, and cue comedy music. Yeah. Because, uh, yes. Yeah, uh, the hilarious ending where she's weirdly, coincidentally, purchased the baby alligator for Alan. In a pink bow tie yeah. sort of thing. But she didn't know about this alligator rescue. No. she didn't want to be told about It's just a massive it. coincidence. Huge coincidence. I mean, what, what are the chances of that? It's the one time she goes, well, oh, I'm going to get Alan an alligator. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, I, I perhaps got used to Star Trek. I thought all the puppets were laughing at that point. But all we get is Alan going, thanks, Tintin. No, it's lovely. It's lovely. Yeah. It's not the present I wanted in the bathroom. And that that was it. It was such a a quick little episode, wasn't it? It just zoomed along. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've I've got a couple of quotes um, from out of the Thunderbirds Vault book about this. Um, Oh, there's a photo here. I'll have to put this on Facebook where you've got one of the poor bloody alligators um, being held by two blokes while they're trying to get the shot. Yeah, one guy's yeah, he's got his hand round its muzzle, round its Ooh. snout. Um, yeah, the the first quote is by a lovely photo of the thing that you had, the uh, the eight millimeter version. Oh right, yes, yeah, yeah I, it's a I, nice I, cover. It was. It, they they were all really nice. It's a shame they they only did them in standard eight. 
they never sort of it was gone by the time Super 8 mm. colour and sound oh. came along um, so they're, they're generally black and white silent, very short very low picture quality but they're fun little things but the artwork is glorious on yeah, all of them I think that would be the, the best bit about ones, it yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, from Derek Meddings, these quotes. Uh, the first one, he says, we had two five-foot alligators. One was a caiman that came from a place in the Midlands from a man who ran a miniature zoo. So that's where they came from. I don't know if they returned. Uh, right, here we go. This is the uncomfortable <laughs> stuff Take now. Take Yeah. Here's your alligators back. Yeah. Are you ready? This is... Ready this, to go, yeah. This is going to be bad. It? It, this is bad. The heat of the studio lamps had made the reptiles sluggish, so it was decided to subject them to mild electric shocks. Oh, no. Yeah, just before each take. An anonymous but understandably concerned crew member reported the unit to the RSPCA, and Jerry Anderson was alarmed to find an inspector in his office. And now this is Jerry talking. My first thought was for the welfare of the animals. Yeah, right. And then I thought, what if the papers get hold of this? (laughs) To preempt any accusations of a cover-up, I said I'd take the inspector to the special effects stage right away so we could both see if anything untoward was happening. Along the way, the inspector spotted the Lady Penelope and Parker puppets hanging up and realised with some excitement that he was at the studio where Thunderbirds was made. When they arrived at the special effects department, the alligators were being given 12-volt electric shocks. To Anderson and Meddings' surprise, the inspector recommended re- recommended upping the voltage he said we could give them 36 volts or more said Meddings but we didn't have the means to up the voltage on the batteries we were using so I asked the electrician what we had that worked off DC he said we had 110 volts DC so why don't we try that I knew it wasn't going to kill them so when the RSPC man was on the other stage watching the puppets we gave this poor old alligator 110 volt DC he opened his mouth and when we switched off he shut his mouth again, and that's how we got the shot. Hundred and ten volts DC, bloody hurts. I used to be an it's, electrician, yeah. so basically, every time that alligator's opened its mouth, it, it's a, it's the equivalent of it screaming in agony. Yeah, you know. Oh god, yeah, I'm glad I didn't know that when I watched it. Yeah, it's just, oh. and you, you you know you said at the end of the Stingray episode, it's uncomfortable now to watch something like The Lost World yeah. or any of those ones where you, where you it's a poor bloody animal's got no clue what on earth's going on and they subjecting it to things like that so yeah mm. it's upsetting. <laughs> but on the other hand can you imagine this story if they tried putting puppet giant alligators rather than using real ones yeah it, it, it wouldn't be as good would it they'd be like the um the lot less monster design yeah 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 all right so um <clears throat> do we give it a, a, a one on the dodgy for the cigar smoking or a two because Tintin's back from shopping for the men? Uh, I don't give it a two. A two. All yeah. right. Okay, so that is a two. So that now makes Thunderbirds have a total dodgy tally of three because it had one before. Oh, so it is bad, now yeah, a three. Yeah. No, it's still quite low. All right. And Death Tally has got one, hasn't it? Because yeah. um, Yes, we presume Colt is yeah. dead. And this is the first death, because there were no deaths in Trapped in the Sky. So this is the first time right. Thunderbirds is... Uh, yeah, generally they don't kill people, do they? No. It's going to be interesting to see how many more deaths. Yeah. 
Um, it, it's it's funny because Thunderbirds at the bottom of the list. Second from the bottom is UFO, but I'm oh, sure that death tally is going to go up that quite will a bit. Go up, yes. Yeah. It was a bit more bloodthirsty, wasn't it? So, Colt then, voiced by that man again, David Graham. Yep. So we we skip that because we've already discussed him and done all his uh, tallies, Anderson tallies and ITC tallies and stuff like that. So Culp, all right. We've got to talk about the design of this really rather unpleasant fella. Yes, um, I quite like. I I love that he's so swarthy. He's got such a, a, a sort of stubborn beard and a big bushy tash, and he looks he looks. You can almost smell him, can't you? Oh, he, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, yeah. he's, he's a grubby man. Yes. Um, so I, I really like his design. Uh, I'm going to give him an eight. Then. An eight? Yeah. Blimey, that's high. I liked it. I thought he was funny. Was okay. Good. Well, I gave him a six, so yeah. that's a seven. All right. Um, and that's the first seven we've got had in uh, character designs. All right. How effective is this swarthy? Dodgy well, he, I mean, he, he fails at the end because he's an idiot because he doesn't he doesn't realise that, that the alligators he's just made huge are still out there. Um, I do like the fact that he's so unapologetically evil. He might be the yeah. most evil yeah. bad guy in Thunderbirds. We'll have to I watch out so. for this. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to keep him on an eight. Though. Okay, I, I gave him a seven. Yeah. All right, so that's seven and a half. Okay, so that is. Oh, hang on a sec. That's a total of 7.125. So 7.1. He gets a final of 7.1. Is there a caravan 7.1? No, there is not. No, well, he's on his own. Good. Yeah, he's all by himself. Have to be in a caravan with him. Yeah, the nearest caravan to him is 6.75. Uh, Commissioner Simmons. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah, very similar. Simmons had a nice bit of charm to him, didn't he? I, I can't imagine Colt. On moon base. Right. I, I don't think we'll put his. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I just heard a couple of them to get off my lap. So okay. Um, I don't think we'll put his tatty little boat on the vehicle. Today. No, no, that was yeah, very, very basic. Okay. Um, is this um, good enough to put on your top 10? Yeah, I think it will. Um, it'll probably get knocked off. I'm going to put it in. in Whatever my last position is. Last position. You, you have six stories that are, okay. are, are on um, um, top ten, so put that as seventh. Yeah, put that as seventh. Like I say, it probably won't last that long, but I did enjoy it. I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. Yeah. Because it could have been a bit longer. I'm surpri- always surprised how much I've forgotten and yeah. how much, you know, the red herring of, of the woman being a bad yeah. guy works. So, well, J- JNT was right, doesn't he? The memory cheats. Yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 adding uh, that yeah. at the bottom of my oh, top ten list yeah. as well. Okay, all right, and uh, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah it. it was a, it was a good one. It wouldn't get made now. God blimey, no. God, no. Thank goodness. Yeah, production would be shut down yeah. immediately, wouldn't it? Yeah, they got yes. wind of that. All right, so that's our second look at Thunderbirds done. So we go to our second look at Captain Scarlet. Yes. Um, your choice this one, is it? Yeah, and uh, yeah, my choice. And I thought I'd go for one quite late in the production, just to see how much things had settled down and yeah. how things were. And uh, and um, the story I've chosen is uh, Snow Joke. There's a clue Sweet. for it. Snow Joke. Oh, uh, is it White as Snow? No, 
Oh no, no oh. I didn't even think about that. Is it? Is it? No, I didn't think about that one. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, there's there's more snow it's a lot ones. Of snowy than I stuff. Uh, you'll have to tell us. <laughs> it's noose of ice. Oh right. Because I, I remember this. Um, I, I I like the model work of the thing, whatever it is, where the the ice is coming in and gonna crush it. And I think there's some good SPV action in it. Yeah, I seem to remember it's uh, it's not being a bad one. Um, yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, noose of ice. Yeah. Okay. Isn't it something... I think it literally... Isn't it something to do with that ice is forming round something? Yeah, there's a thing yeah. and it holds back... It, it generates heat which holds back the yeah. ice, but then it's turned off and it's going to come in and it's going to crush something. Yeah. Or... They should have called it International Rescue, shouldn't they? <laughs> Okie dokie. So that's, that, that's yeah. the next one then, all right? All right, so. Okay. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, you listener. And uh, see you next time. Thanks, Ian. Bye-bye. Bye.